Live from New York. <laughs> it's a show that is celebrating the finale of Never a Doubt Year. Yeah. It's first it things first. You're in for it a sure treat. Is. Today, the season finale of the Chiefs season. Never a doubt year. Meanwhile, even in a loss, did Brock Purdy prove oh. he's a franchise quarterback? And finally, are the Chiefs being disrespected already? Already. Somebody get the board. Get the board. <laughs> alongside. Wow, that is powerful. Nick Wright. You know what? Alongside Chris Broussard. I, I'm glad I at least get a mention. <laughs> I don't get to take, partake in any of the fun. Well, you, well bro, just man, don't was, pick against the Chiefs hey, every game for That was month. the easy way out. I had the guts to go, <laughs> okay. go rogue. You had the guts wild. to pick the favorite three, so you couldn't do it. Couldn't Nick, do it. Yeah, hi. How does the throne feel? Justified. <laughs> that is a nice That's throne. how it feels. It's an excellent it's a nice throne. throne. Even as far as thrones go, it's great. We start with the back-to-back champs. Mahomes to McColl in overtime. Puts the finishing touches on the season, which saw Kansas City as underdogs in Buffalo, in Baltimore, in the Super Bowl, and in Bruce prediction. <laughs> After the game, Mahomes tweeted, just one tweet, I believe. Yeah. Never a doubt. Pretty Turns good. out, you got that tattooed on your arm this summer. A fitting conclusion to the year, and also classic Category two, classic, classic two. two, bro. Maybe of the maybe the, of the Whoa. highest form. Classic two. Mm-hmm. Was there ever a doubt? I mean, how could there have been? <laughs> Ask Patrick, the greatest <laughs> current living athlete. Wow. Ask Andy, oh. the greatest active head coach. Ask Brett Veach, the GM and friend of the show, an emeritus member of the committee who pulled off what I think will be looked back on as the modern-day Herschel Walker trade Hmm. in trading Tyreek Hill to get Trent McDuffie to get the extra pick so they could draft Isaiah Pacheco and then win back-to-back Super Bowls. And let's talk about that historically great defense because today everyone's going to give Patrick his flowers, and I will as well. But that defense that snuck up on people despite being consistently great Hmm. on a level We've literally only seen a few times in NFL history. Never did a team, show the graphic if we could please, score 28 points. So they now join those teams to where they did it every single game of the year. The Chiefs did it two more games because the extra game in the season and they didn't have the bye. But those are the only teams in the Super Bowl era to never allow 28 in a game. What about never allow 25 points or only allow it once, pardon me? The Chiefs join, will top that list and join those teams. Even with the extra game, they are still clear of the field. So that's the defense that was built through the draft mm-hmm. thanks to the savvy, gutsy Tyree Kill trade that now Tyree Kill seems to be the one that regrets a bit as he is awful nostalgic for days in Kansas City. <laughs> and then there's Patrick Mahomes, who doesn't start Super Bowls until he's down 10 points. Patrick Mahomes in Super Bowls, down double digits. Can we show you him, Brady, and then the rest of the world? He's 3-1. and one. Brady's 2-1. and one. Everyone else in NFL history is 2-47. and 47. What about, and it's not just Super Bowls. Patrick Mahomes, since this dynasty started, the last five years, he and the Chiefs are 5-1 and one down double digits in the playoffs. Everyone else is 6-48. and 48. All this team needed to turn into a juggernaut that beat clearly the hardest path possible, Brew, the three other best AFC teams and the best NFC team, when you have that defense and that quarterback was a little practice. And I tried to tell you all year, (laughs) all they needed was some practice. So if we may please drop the first of, I promise, many banners, because practice does, in fact, make perfect. And I think balloons dropping on your head once again, Brew. (laughs) Right on you. So, yeah, all they needed was a little practice, my friend. I like that they don't totally they're gonna still, They're going to be coming for a while. Go ahead. I, okay, I, I, again, I, just like last week or two weeks ago, I wasn't sure when you're done. First, I got to say this. So, my wife and I, to watch the Super Bowl, we had a few couples over. Oh, right? nice. And most of them were Chiefs fans. So, we're one, one couple even had his and her. Mahomes and Kelsey jerseys on. Wow. All right. So after McCole Hardman, this is ironic. This is why I had to say it. After McCole Hardman's game-winning catch, they said to me, "We came into your house. <gasps> we even wore Chiefs jerseys. Yeah. 
We ate your food. <sighs> we talked trash yep. in your house. They did everything but put their feet up yeah. or my Great job by them. Yeah, Great job was, by that was, couple. It was tough to Great handle after I'd fed them. All right, I'm talking <laughs> all you. But, look, Nick, I'm a, I, I can't help but give you credit for you stuck with your team all year. Mm-hmm. However, you know I'm a journalist. Of I was course. a reporter for yeah, decades. That's, you were grinding yeah. the old when 22 were, for yeah, weeks. Sleeping in the yeah. you know, pajamas, underoos. Yeah. Um, and I have a source mm-hmm. who watched the game with you. Uh-huh. All right. Well, that's either my wife, my daughter, or Coach Mangini. <laughs> There's only three people possible. I'm not saying which one. Uh huh. But I think there were some doubts. Oh. I think the first half, especially the first quarter, but the first half when they outplayed the Chiefs drastically. Now I start having. I was bothered because they had outplayed them so badly, and they're only up three zero. Correct. And then 10-3, so I was like, at halftime. Mm. So that bothered me, but I think you might have had a few doubts with that. Then in the third quarter, when the Chiefs opened the, the half with the interception, mm. and the, the, wait, now wait. the Niners had the ball at their 44, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, because 10-3 obviously is nothing to Mahomes, yeah. but I'm thinking, if they go up 17-3, yeah. again, you still got if a lot of time If only Purdy could have come through in those spots. Well, from Purdy, I, I ain't mad at Purdy. If only if he could have come through. I ain't mad at Brock Purdy. I'm just saying. But I'm thinking, okay, then you start running, you count the possessions, yeah. maybe they, that, that's it. And then here. Oh. This see. was the ball game, I think. Third and four. That's the biggest play but, game. Yeah, that was it. Because if they – that was a two-minute that's yep, a two-minute mark. That's right. If they get this first down, yeah. they didn't anticipate the blitz, obviously. Yeah. But if they did, I think they maybe can chew up the clock and who, kick the field goal. Who knocked that ball late. down? Oh, McDuff. McDuff. No, he, he was fantastic. Yeah, so, I do Tony think Romo told us the doubts. blitz was coming. Like, man, I know. I wish, I wish they Here knew. comes the blitz, Kyle. All right? Pay Whether attention. that's Kyle yeah. or Brock or somebody, I wish they knew. But Here it comes. Yeah, no, I, I think there were some doubts, but I got to give you credit, man. The Chiefs, look, Mahomes is just too good. And yeah, the no defense, we told I, you I that last week. <laughs> we told you that last I, week. I had, I had the courage. Everybody else is just following No courage. Everybody else is following the favorite every time. No. That's not courage. They should have been the underdog. But then if you felt that and, way, and you, why'd you pick him? Because I – but I thought that they might come through, and they uh, almost okay. did. All right. And Brock, Brock represented. All right. No, so, okay. so, I'm, go I'm ahead, right. Wild. No, you have one more. No, so, well, listen, I just think it was <laughs> – because no, sure Brew is not incorrect that during the ebb and flow of yeah. this particular game, of course there are moments of, oh, my God. If they complete this pass, mm-hmm. oh, it, where you feel anxious. That part, Brew's not wrong about. But where I think everyone in the world, with a few rare exceptions, was wrong about this Chiefs team was the overwhelming doubt placed at their feet all year when we know they have a coach who is entering the GOAT discussion and we'll see where he leaves it. A tight end who has exceeded the GOAT discussion and now is 340 yards and three touchdowns in the playoffs away from owning all of Jerry Rice's records. He already owns the receptions one. And Patrick Mahomes, who if we can show you what, as we've done many times, he is already on a per-game basis, on an up-to-this-point basis, the playoff GOAT at the very least, not to mention the two MVPs. So when if we could drop the next banner, please. When you're the only team in the league with not one, not two, but three goats, how, in what world should you be an underdog in three consecutive postseason games? Wild, I'm just curious. I'm, Chiefs I, I, Kingdom that's upset. The thing. I just, you, you I just, just got, got back, in. back in Chiefs Kingdom, but that one's, that one's, that one's testing it. That <laughs> one is testing it. <laughs> and it's your day. We're not going to have any friction in the A block. That one's, I don't totally cool uh, Meanwhile, Mahomes goes for almost 400 total yards, 333 through the air, 66 on the ground, including some season-saving scrambles. He takes home his third Super Bowl MVP, joining Montana and Brady as the only guys with three. Here he is post-game. 
I'm going to celebrate tonight. I'm going to celebrate at the parade, and then I'm going to do whatever I can to be back in this game next year and try to go for that three-peat. So uh, it's, a, it's an ongoing thing in the NFL. I think Tom said it best, is once you win that championship and you have those parades and you get those rings, you're not the champ anymore. You have to come back with that same mentality, and I learned from guys like that that have been the, the greatest of, uh, of all time at the top of the level. Um, and so um, that's my mindset is I'm going to celebrate with my guys because of how we've done this, um, but then we're going to work our way to get back to this game next year. What's the main reason the Chiefs won? Well, Bruce showed it. The, there were four defining plays. This was a game, listen, they, there were, both teams turned the ball over twice. There was, you know, both teams turned the ball in the red zone. But I want to do them in order. This play right here saved the game. If they convert this first down, then we are at the mercy of Jake Moody making a kick. Because mm-hmm. you use your first time out there, they can then just run the ball twice, drain or run the ball three times, pardon me. Best case scenario is you get the ball back with 20 seconds left, 25 seconds left. So that's the first one. Trent McDuffie, who again is the player they acquired in the Tyreek trade. The next one is this, an underrated massive moment. That right there is the fastest Travis Kelsey has traveled on a field in seven years. Really? The fastest he has gone in seven years. Yes, by next-gen stats. Huh. So Travis Kelsey... Wow. And saved it for the biggest moment of one of what he called the biggest game of his life. So you have the second rounder, Trent McDuffie, the legend, Kelsey, and then the best defensive player of this team, the entire dynastic run, did the same thing to Purdy did to Josh Allen. You've got someone open. You're not going to be able to hit him. And then Patrick two Mahomes, people open. two people open and, and couldn't hit him. Who they? So this is from Bill Barnwell. So Mahomes obviously hurt his knee on a sneak, and then in the playoffs against Baker and the Browns, remember, got like choked out accidentally. The Chiefs had not called a designed Mahomes quarterback run until this game, and they ran it a couple times, and then it's fourth down in overtime, you're trailing. The Super Bowl is on the line, and a legend comes through, and we can pick some other plays, Mahomes had other good scrambles, and obviously there were other big plays in the game. but those four plays, Brew, if any one of them doesn't happen, they might not win. If the first or the last doesn't happen, they definitively don't win. That's how they won the Super Bowl, with each of their four key cogs making a huge play. Just, yep. just quickly before you go, Brew, I have one other thing I want to add. I felt like, and Mahomes said it in the postgame, like the Chiefs are never underdogs. And people shouldn't pick against the Chiefs. And you never picked against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I picked against the Chiefs once against the Patriots. It was ill-founded. <laughs> yeah. But I'm back in the kingdom. But, Brew, you picked against the Chiefs against the Bills. Yeah. And then you picked against the Chiefs against the Ravens. And you picked against the Chiefs against the 49ers. And you mentioned it before. All the Chiefs did was go into Las Vegas, <laughs> put their feet up on the couch, oh, no. uh, and ate some sandwiches. And honestly, yes. treated... Treated the 49ers. Oh, man. Oh, no. I never should have even made this. Oh, no. the 49ers. It's come back to haunt me. Oh, no. Twice And they came through. They treated them like break dancers? Treated them like, not only that, but they took all of your bits, too. Oh, no. It's not only Mahomes vanquishing his rivals, but also Nick vanquishing your, some of your favorite takes. So, bad as well. Uh, so I just wanted to add that little I bit love of the break cogent break. analysis. We know wow. you love the break dancers. That was great. So, and we, we know you love sandwiches. So on a t- day that we thought could be tough, we wanted to bring yes. them out. But go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Thank well, you, gentlemen. As always. I will say this. It's interesting because as the playoffs went on, he's crushing it right now. He's getting down. Yeah. Great job, I mean, just fantastic. And you That's see their hats. That looked right like there. me back okay. in yeah. We need an NBA bit as well. We'll see you next week. that stuff. Um, my confidence in the uh, the teams I was picking did like I was I was certain Buffalo was gonna beat them. Certain Buffalo, yes. And oh. then I was I was a little less certain with, but I was you know I felt very confident about Baltimore. Oh, I thought it would be the other way. No, I, I thought, thought Baltimore was the most I thought, Balt- I thought Buffalo was gonna take them out. I okay. was very confident about Baltimore too, mm-hmm. but I was seeing the Chiefs like okay they're starting to come. All right, sure. so I felt the Chiefs were playing better. This game, I obviously had confidence in San Francisco, but I obviously had a lot of worries too. Mm-hmm. And so, but anyway, um, they won because of Mahomes. That's right. I so mean, let's and, talk I, about and let me give Chris Jones it. credit 
The defense was tremendous. All right, it was a great defensive battle, and I don't want to take anything from Chris Jones and McDuffie and, and Snead. And yep. McDuffie was like all over it. Purdy had to – some of those passes had to be absolutely perfect. You know, like the mm-hmm. one – I think it was Debo in the end zone that yep. McDuffie mm-hmm. knocked away. Um, Mahomes is just that dude. Like, it's, it's – when I watch Mahomes, and you, look, I gotta, I gotta reclaim this take. Oh, because this is your take. I see Tony Romo. Oh yes, name, I see names. Damian Woody. Name names. Talking about this is the Michael Jordan of the NFL era. Yeah. This is his the Jordan yeah. era. And I said that five years ago after Mahomes' rookie year. Now he hadn't even won a Super Bowl yet. Mm-hmm. But when he threw for fifty touchdowns, after 5, his first yards, year start, his first year as a starter. Yeah. I said, this dude is Jordan-esque. And he's going – I didn't necessarily expect this type of winning yet, but that he would have this type of winning. And, Nick, when I watch Mahomes – and I don't, it's not about LeBron, obviously, sure. Jordan debate right now. But I we could, see if why – could find a way to get that in here, my real ratings <laughs> bonanza, but go ahead. <laughs> you remember, and you brought it up a lot, that Jordan, after winning just three championships – was viewed as the GOAT. It was on the statue. Right, he's on his statue. Now, Grandest in Chicago, but still, even before he won three, people were saying he's the best ever. When I watch Mahomes, I'm reminded of why. Because it's not just about the accomplishments, even though Mahomes obviously has a lot. When you just watch him, he makes things that seemed impossible. Mm-hmm. Now they're happening. When Jordan, one of my lasting memories with Jordan was I used to watch him and be like, man, a game that used to be over, you're down 15 with four minutes left, used to be over. It's not with Jordan. And with Mahomes, I mean, he really only needs like 13 seconds, yeah. obviously. But if he's got fit 30 seconds, a minute, whatever, the question is not, is he going to get the field goal to tie it? It's, is he going to get the touchdown That's to right. win? So can I and have- I haven't felt that way about anybody before. So. so- I want to stay here just for a minute if we can, because we obviously have more banners and things to do, but this is interesting. (laughs) Because you said, and this isn't me poking you, because I think it was was more about the team around him than about what you thought of him during the year that for the first time in your life watching Mahomes, you didn't expect when they were down three and he got the ball for them to come through. When you were watching last night, even though it's not like he had played brilliantly until the very end. In those two circumstances, down three with a minute 50 left in regulation, and then in overtime when a touchdown wins it. In those moments, did you expect him to come through? Yes. Yeah, me too. No doubt. The, I, I, the, with a minute a doubt, 50 left, said. I was just hoping they didn't get a touchdown. Yep. All right. And then I, I wasn't sure he'd get the touchdown on, in overtime, but See, I knew they were at least going to So, so there's, there's one other reason, though, Wilds, why oh. the Chiefs won. And it was the story, amazingly, of last year for them at the end, Burrowhead being underdogs oh, yeah. in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And that this year they were doubted all year, mm-hmm. and they – if we could, guys, the, the banner and the bulletin board, because you guys think that the 20 and 0 was wrong. But count up the eliminations, because we have six fresh ones Jed York, Nikki Bosa, the NFL Quarterback Club, the NFL Honors, Broussard twice. <laughs> There's 20 eliminations on there. And the Chiefs, of course, outlasted them all. That's what it was all along. So the bulletin board went 20-0 this season, and the bulletin board remains undefeated. It's like the usual suspect. Exactly right. You thought people thought 20-0 was dead when the Lions beat them, when in reality, it was that loss to the Lions that birthed 20-0. Because without that loss and the tipped pass, there wouldn't have been so many doubters. There wouldn't have been so many questions. There wouldn't have been so many underdog moments. And so the the Chiefs were 20. <laughs> 20 exactly. Imagine how that worked out. Thanks to the quarterback club for giving us 19 and 0. Would have had the exact same. Excellent. You know, uh, all right, so finally, and I can't believe our friends in Las Vegas. Oh, sweet this. Jesus, the board. San Francisco <laughs> at one to win Super Bowl 59. Kansas City at two. Baltimore, Detroit, Buffalo. Then Joe Burrow, healthy. And then Dak. Is this disrespectful? To the two-time, back to, well, three-time and back-to-back defending champions. It seems absurd. I mean, you know I the- feel like, I honest to God feel like that, and Andrew Filipponi made this point last night, and he's right, that if the, Roger Goodell had come to the podium and been like, guys, just so you know, real quick, 
we're going to actually play all these games again, Vegas would install the Chiefs as underdogs in Buffalo, in Baltimore, and neutral site against San Francisco. So, yes, we're, if, we already have an addition to the 2024 board, and it's the, it's the city of Las Vegas and the bookmakers to, for out doing that. But so, the, it, of course, it's disrespectful because the dynasty is locked. And, Brew, it's not just now they are going for other type of legendary history. But what they've done over the last five years, and we can show it to you, I think. It's, it's quite simply the best five-year run by really a team good. in the history of the NFL. They are tied with the 14 to 18 Patriots for the bottom three categories. They stand alone on the top on the playoff wins, and the total wins was a team that didn't win three Super Bowls. They are, so, yes, it's disrespectful, mm-hmm. and the dynasty is locked, and now the question is, you know, at what point will this look foolish? And my guess is early next season. Well, as someone who has disrespected the Chiefs, I know. Uh, this is disrespectful. Um, I get it. Like, they're saying nobody in the history of the league has ever won three straight Super Bowls. That, that's my guess as to why, why you wouldn't have them favored. But at this point, with the youth on the defense, now they, we'll see what happens with Chris Jones. Obviously, he's huge. But with the youth of the defense, Nick, I know the receivers came on, and I think it was great poetic justice that McCole Hardman and MVS did catch the two touchdowns because mm-hmm. they were the ones, two of the ones that had the drops problems. Oh, well, McCole wasn't even, you know what I mean? McCole right, was the right, one they brought in, in to Jets, help him right. with the drops. But he had a yep. few problems. Yeah, well, he himself. fumbled against the, in the Buffalo game. Yep. Right. So um, I, I would still like to see them go get like a top receiver. Now, maybe they just feel Rashid will do that. But I would like to do, see him do that. But e- either way, they should be the favorites. I mean, they just won it in a, in a quote-unquote down year. Correct. They should be Bro. the favorites. Bro, There's no doubt you're the about best. it. Bro, you're all the way back. Bro, Wild still doesn't know how to do it. I get to do what? Oh, yeah, you get to do what? I don't know. You got to twist it. There we go. And you know what? While he's doing it, drop the next banner. Drop the next banner because the dynasty – and the three peats on deck and through you said some things about Mahomes <laughs> earlier like the because I don't know what the cross sport comparison for an NFL three peat would be in basketball I guess people would say it's a four peat but that's actually been done by really they, they won eight in a row right. I truly believe that Patrick Mahomes has just completed the greatest start to a professional sports career since Bill Russell. Combo of individual accolades, postseason success, and no blemishes. Like, it never missed the playoffs. No, it, what we, we called this the down year. They won the Super Bowl. Last year was the reloading year. They won the Super Bowl. Magic was unbelievable immediately, but that was Kareem's team. There was, you know, who actually might be in that bird. Because Bird got his three titles, I believe, in his first seven years or so. Agreed. And the MVP. But I think so. The, the distinguishing factor I would make is this. I don't think when Bird came into the league, people thought his first year to start as the best player. Now, his top three MVP, no, so it's close. in the league. The, in the yeah. league. No, but, no, but with no. Mahomes, his first year as the starter, he won a championship, right. which is MVP. why this was so touching yesterday. Patrick Mahomes, we showed at the top of the show. We'll show it again. Patrick Mahomes sent out one social media message. Pretty good. He sent a message to the show right after his crowning achievement. So the show should send a message to him in the way we can, rather than a tweet. Dusty, drop the greatest oh, banner we've ever dropped. I mean, fantastic. Please. I mean, it's as good as it gets, and I think there's more. Just yeah, I mean, they've, they've earned it. I mean, first back-to-back in 20 years. I mean, kick your feet up, America. Pop some of these. Pretty good. Pretty good.
As we celebrate Black History Month, I'd like to recognize Kobe Bryant for all of his contributions to kids like myself, encouraging them to be the best that they can be, but also to not forget about your community. Kobe Bryant and his wife, Vanessa, did so much work in so many ways through their foundation. Every day, he wanted to make a difference. I can't thank him enough for the impact that he's had on me. Thank you, Kobe Bryant, for everything you've done for us and everything you did for us while you were here. Welcome back to a celebratory show. Uh, the first overtime since the rules change, which not everyone knew about. Brock got the 49ers a field goal, but not enough. After the game, Kyle Shanahan explained his rationale for taking the ball first. Take a listen. This is something we talked about with, you know, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal, and if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. Okay, Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings is here. Greg, enjoy the balloons. We'll start with Brew. Do you think this decision cost the 49ers the game, Brew? I wouldn't say cost the, the game because, again, and I said this after the Baltimore loss, even though they made some errors, mm-hmm. you just feel like Mahomes would have found a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, after watching this. But I don't think it was the best decision. I get him wanting the ball third, but remember Kansas City and Andy Reid said this would have been their plan. Had the Niners scored first, a touchdown. If the Chiefs scored a touchdown, Andy Reid said they were going to go, likely go for two. So you, you, that third possession is not even guaranteed. Good point. And I, I did think initially, because I think Romo may have mentioned it, that maybe the defense, he was tired, so that's why he went ahead and took the ball first. What? But, 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 that, but now Shanahan he, then Shanahan said that wasn't that it. Oh, okay. But I that, that, I thought, okay, maybe that makes a little sense. But I think he should have taken the ball because it just gives you control. And after they made the field goal, my first thought, was, man, Mahomes now has four downs, right? right? So, And they got him in a fourth and one. Fourth and one from their own 34, they like they're going to punt that. Right, and so then it it becomes sudden death after that. So it was a wrong decision. And I'm going to say this. Kyle Shanahan, we all know how great he is offensively. Uh Uh-oh. And I don't – it sounds odd to say – like, I'm almost – I'm starting to think of him a little starting. I'm not fully there. But like Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni was a great mind offensively Uh-oh. and changed the game. Pumpkin alert. Not Well, no, but here, this was the <laughs> challenge with D'Antoni, why he never could win the championship. Lack of attention to detail. Hmm. So when his players got in a, a fight with San Antonio, the Spurs stayed on the bench. The, the Suns got off the bench. And right. you watch those series with D'Antoni, his team always – fell apart because of some lack of attention to detail. Now, that sounds odd to say about Shanahan because his offense is so detailed. However, not telling your players, when Andy Reid said, the Chiefs player said, we went over that constantly, the new rule in the overtime. The Niners, he didn't even bring it up to him. That's a lack of attention to detail. And, Nick, I know you like this. At the end of the first half, when the Chiefs had that four-minute well, drive. That's where I thought he made a bigger right? mistake. That's- yes, he had timeouts left. He could have he probably got the ball with, with a, a minute. minute and a half, yes. minute left. And now maybe you go down and get a field goal. Yep. Instead, they got it back with 20 seconds. Left. Anyway. That's a lack of attention that, to detail. Well, that to me is a lack of confidence. Like that, that I thought that was a far bigger mistake. And go ahead, quickly, Greg. seven yeah. of the – there have been seven – uh, Super Bowls where a team lost double-digit leads. Involved in three he's involved in three of them. Yeah. Well, it clearly cost him the game. I don't think it was the definitive the game, reason the oh. why. I don't think it was the full reason why they lost this game. Like, I don't mind the decision of him saying, you know, we're going to take the ball first. Once he explains and gave and provided explanation of why he did it, Mm-hmm. Then and it, it it made sense. Like I understand he he felt like you know we're gonna go down and score. If they go down and score, then we get sure. the ball. And now it's sudden death. That's barring you don't know that the other team is potentially gonna try to go for two. Right. All those things. But for me, I can't sit here and watch this game the way that it unfolded and say, wow, that decision to do it cost him the game. Now, obviously. What it did do, it provided Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in our game, to, almost, to arguably to ever do it, 
the opportunity to sit back and see exactly what was needed. And a free down. You can, yeah. and a, exactly. And you can't – that's where it's, it's hard to make it make sense. When you know the quarterback is Patrick Mahomes on the other sideline, then would that change my mind? Probably. So- because I want, I want to be able to react and respond yes. to him right. versus him being able to react and respond to me. Right. Well, look, I'll, I'll answer in a moment, but I want you to be able to go wild. This is a guy you put on pumpkin alert. I and put now, on pumpkin alert. That's what I'm saying. You put on pumpkin alert. And what did you think of how the, the game went down and then what his players said afterwards? Look, he, the guy was on pumpkin alert only because he lost a 25-point lead to the Patriots and a 10-point lead to Patrick Mahomes. Okay. The only reason I put him on pumpkin alert mm-hmm. – is because once they were up 10 points, this is how, I, this is my, uh, how nervous I was like that. <laughs> I was like a combination of Mahomes and with a little dab of Shanahan, I felt totally confident in the Chiefs, totally confident. So the fact that I felt totally confident that he would open up the window just enough for Mahomes to burst through, Pump, so, pumpkin adjacent. So I think the error at the end of the first half, like the I I understood the argument of it could only be sudden death at the third possession, and we wanted that. Mm-hmm. And I think from an analytics perspective, there's you know mixed feelings on what's better. I know this as a Chiefs fan, I was like, please take, please let the Niners take the ball. Yeah. Please, I was. And, yeah. and so he, this is where I will criticize him as someone that was living and dying with that game. He did multiple things. I was so happy about. The thing that I will give him credit for is going down three, going for the touchdown on fourth and three, uh, it was gutsy. But at the end of regulation, when he has the third and five, and they get a first down and they're kicking a field goal, what I was terrified he was going to do was run the ball and then go for it on fourth and short. Mm -hmm. I was terrified he was going to do that. At the end of overtime, when they have the third and four, what I was terrified, not terrified there because then Mahomes still gets the ball, is that he was going to run the ball and then go for it on fourth down. I think the bigger mistake was even when Purdy in overtime throws the incompletion, I think there's an argument you can make, you go for that fourth down. Because if you don't pick it up, the Chiefs are not in four-down territory. The Chiefs are backed up at their Good own point. six. Right. They're right. not in four-down territory. Good Maybe point. they get conservative. My best-case scenario was, other than stop them on the third and long, you know, three and out, is, yeah, field goal, great. Now we have four downs and Mahomes can kill you. So I didn't think, I didn't think the decision was terrible, but as someone rooting for the Chiefs, I was thrilled he made it, and I thought it was embarrassing for him that a lot of his players after the game were like, we didn't know the rules. Yeah, that, While Chris Jones was like, here's the deal. We've talked about it. Right, we already knew. Right. This was our plan. This is what we're going to do. So that is attention to detail. Greg, you didn't think that like 49ers take the ball, that the Chiefs were playing. In the second half, they played a lot tight. They kept it tight. They didn't play tight, but they weren't making mistakes. First half, Pacheco's coughing up the ball. Mm-hmm. She Rice did fumbled the ball that, like, maybe that was on purpose. It was not on purpose oh, that, yeah. that maybe the Chiefs would have just coughed it up. Field goal wins it, game's over. Yeah, so for me, what I felt like, specifically in the first half, the 49ers never took advantage of the opportunities that they were afforded with with the turnovers, all the things. And I will say this, this was the first time in the postseason where this year in particular, where we saw Patrick Mahomes' chief team have self-inflicted Issues yes. where they gave an opportunity for their opponent to take advantage of. They didn't do that in any of the other playoff games, mm-hmm. but this was the opportunity that you identified as that's what they don't do. If they do that and we take advantage of it, we have a chance to really solidify this win. Not but enough. they didn't do it. Okay, Travis Kelsey throws a tantrum, and then he goes to the club afterwards, has a blast. <laughs> Next, first things first. Oh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> driving around the city. Ah. Travis Kelsey, Uh-oh. rough first half, one catch, one yard, one tantrum slash tackle of Andy Reid. Ends the game with another ring, eight catches and 92 yards. <laughs> Only real one conclusion. I don't know what he wants to say it. Yelling at your coach. Works. Here's Travis. <laughs> Sorry, coach. Stroke. Leaders of men that I've ever seen in my life, and um, he's helped me a lot with that, with channeling that emotion, with channeling that passion. And... Um, I owe my entire career to that guy and being able to um, kind of control um, how, how emotional I get. And um, I just love him, man. Okay, your reaction, Nick. So I just want to add a little context to it and then talk about what you and I talked about at halftime. So uh, when, do you guys, when Hardman fumbled against the Ravens, mm-hmm. Kelsey said to everyone who would listen, that was my fault. 
It was my guy who, who I was supposed to be blocking who then went out and caused the fumble. That's right. He, the, I think the broadcast had it partially right. He was upset he wasn't in the game, yeah. but not because he wanted the ball, but because Noah Gray, who had replaced him, it was then his guy who got off the block that forced the fumble. And so it was, so there, so it was kind of one of those things where like, oh my God, we've lost. At this point, that was the only two turnovers for the Chiefs this postseason. And it was, Kelsey felt oddly responsible for both. He shouldn't hit the coach. No, um, but I I think and you tell because you were worried that if the Chiefs lost it would be the major story. I think that because they have this relationship, it's more easily able to be moved past it. And Andy didn't feel like I have to prove a point by benching him or making him sit a series, mm-hmm. which to me speaks to their relationship, Coach. Yeah, it definitely would have been the major story if they had lost, and and it felt like Baltimore, like Baltimore where they lost control of their emotions. He also had the personal foul oh, where Sneed, they, Sneed yeah, smacks the guy yeah, in the head. Yeah. And so it was feeling that way. And, and look, I was disappointed for, for Andy. I was disappointed for Kelsey. And I, and I, think, I think one of the things that you expect from, from guys in those moments, especially someone like Travis, who's a leader, is to be able to control your emotions. And, and to not only lose control, but then to bump Andy, nothing good comes from this. Everybody just, just looks just at that. quick dissenting opinion. Yes. I mean, eight catches. <laughs> eight, seven well, catches, he had yeah, 91 well, more look, yards. Look, if you have to go yell at, at your coach to, to suddenly be productive, then, you know, maybe that's your process. <laughs> but I don't think it's positive. And, and, and I don't think it's a good look for, for any kids who are watching the game. And I know players say we're not supposed to necessarily be role models. I think the Chiefs try to be role models. Okay. I think Mahomes and, 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 and that's Travis one of those do. moments yep. where every kid that's who looks at it says, okay, well, Travis Kelsey can go do that, and after right. the game, everything's okay. Why can't I do that? Right. It's, just the emotion, it's just the emotion of the game. <laughs> and I really wish that Travis had said at the end, and the, and the relationship is special, hey, I'm sorry I shouldn't have done that. Right. I, think, I think he should have just added that because it wasn't right. Yeah, And look, I think Andy understanding Travis's intensity and he's just trying to win, I think that makes it a little easier. But I agree because it's a bad look. And I, look, I'm just going to throw this out. People might think it's an overstatement. Andy's 65 years old. And Travis is a world-class athlete. If you know what I mean? Like, you can bump. We talked to him. I don't know how hard he may have bumped If he'd have fallen him, over, it would have been a disaster. Strength. Right. And Andy, you know, so if it's, a, it's not right if the coach is 35. But I'm just saying, in that instance, it really – Potentially, it's what probably about, a small chance. One of these very young people, like, like 25. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're talking about oh, a guy, whoever it is, that's not in your class physically. It seems like it would be different if it was Vrabel is what you're saying. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree yeah, with Vrabel's that. Vrabel's a little different. I agree Vrabel with that too. Can I, can I by the way, fallen down uh, <laughs> can I just show right. real quick, you know, whether the push had anything to do with it or not, a tale of the tape? Yep. Kelsey against three of the Avengers. How'd he do? Oh, I thought you were well, going to do and Kittle. Uh, <laughs> he had more catches, more yards, and more confrontations <laughs> with the coach. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, if you'd have told me going into the game that Kelsey was going to outdo Debo, Ayuk, and Kittle. And once again, man, George Kittle, I know he seals the edge on those four-yard man, runs better than anybody. But li- listen, I just don't like a guy being called the best tight end in football when he's 38 yards per game for his career in the playoffs, and this guy's the all-time le- playoff legend. He got That's called all. it by Kelsey, didn't he? But yeah, you know what? Doesn't anybody even catch it? <laughs> <laughs> anybody, <laughs> I'm sorry. He was called it by Travis. Yeah, but man. you know what? I, just because Travis is a legend doesn't mean he has the greatest takes back. Take, <laughs> More show next. Coming up on Wednesday, live from the Super Bowl parade again. Nick, wow. what type of fleece do you have planned? Same brand, different color scheme. Wow. More Ooh. apropos from the occasion. I look like a weatherman. I look like a. <laughs> <laughs> Here's up, the though. thing, man. I That's my objective, too. I appreciate it. That's good, though. Uh, Dynasty's on. Before the game, Mahomes told Nate Burleson that if they won, they'd be a dynasty after the game. Mahomes, hungry for more dynasty talk. Take a listen. So is it a dynasty now? Yeah, it's the start of one. We're not done. I know we're going to celebrate tonight, celebrate the Pride Wednesday, Kansas City, but we're not done. We've got a young team. We'll keep this thing going. Tuesday, no celebrating. Uh, <laughs> Nick, are the Chiefs officially a dynasty? Oh, it's unquestioned. And it's the, listen, the, we can show it. The, the best, up until yesterday, the best five-year run in NFL history was the Patriots 14-18. to 18. 
That was the way five, uh, five years, five conference championship game appearances, three titles, four Super Bowl appearances. The Chiefs just matched it entirely in the postseason with one more regular season win, two more playoff victories. Call that a wash if you want. I think it's the best five-year run ever. So if that was a dynasty, this is unquestionably a dynasty. And I, the, as far as what they've done over five years, we're going to show you that as well, just raw numbers. So, yes, it's clearly a dynasty, and now, Brew, they are going for different stakes. They are now going for the best North American sports team since Russell Celtics. Oh. They win next year. That's what they are. Seems like a lot. If they rip off the first ever NFL three-peat, and they have a seven or six, seven-year run right. of no of their floor being overtime of the conference title game, then that's what they are. Well, and I'll say this. Anytime you bring up that, I disagree a little bit, but since you brought it up, Russell Celtics, the Yankees back then, the Packers, the the thing is, too, you have fewer teams, and there's obviously no free agency. So once you had your Hall of Famers, just you were said that's why guys won, you know, they won so many championships because teams couldn't really get better than them. You didn't lose players. So if they were to do that, I mean, that's like rivaling Wilt Chamberlain's numbers. Like, it's that type of Are thing. Are we throwing so Jordan's that goals be in huge. there? Just yeah, well, well I'm going to say that I don't think – now, look, I think the best dynasty in football is the, the Patriots that I, I combine as one dynasty. Yeah. If you split it into two, it's neither is the best. But if it's one, I think it's the best. Okay. But I think if we split it into two, I think the best football dynasty was the Steelers. Yeah. Because that was four in six years and didn't lose any Super Bowls. You're right, though. If the Chiefs win next year, first three-peat, four in six years, yeah. and, and five trips to the Super Bowl, they would top the Steelers. But I think that's number one. Yeah, look, you can argue either way that this is this is the be- a better start to the dynasty, the Patriots dynasty, than, than our start was. But, you know, we did go 3-0 in the Super Bowls. As opposed to you know losing. So would it, a Super Bowl. Can I ask you a question there? That year you guys didn't uh, that didn't lose Super Bowl. Was it better to just miss the playoffs outright? If the Chiefs would have just been six and ten in 2020, would that have been better? Of course not. Like the idea that you are penalized because no, you were excellent. No, look, I, there, that's one component of it. And then I think if you look at the the quarterbacks that were were competing against at that time versus the quarterbacks that they're competing against now. You can make an argument that way, too, that it was a little bit more robust group with Roethlisberger, with Peyton Manning, with Drew Brees, and, uh, I mean, it goes on and on, versus the group that, that they're dealing with now. Can we bring up so that graphic? Modern-day Drew Brees, though, bro. If, if we can just show <laughs> – so, look, at, these are the active quarterbacks with Super Bowl wins other than Mahomes. And so, Russ, he's, you know, where he is, Flacco – he came off the couch, Aaron Rodgers, who knows, after his injury. And so you've got Matthew Stafford. So they have the potential, unless one of these young guys hits, whether it's Burrow, whether it's, you know, Lamar, Lamar they, you're really, it's not completely apples to apples. The numbers are impressive, and Wait. but you could argue either way in terms oh, of the I'm, This of the is a little, state. okay, but to be fair, when you guys won your first three, Manning didn't have a ring yet. Breeze didn't have a ring yet. Big Ben wasn't in the league when you guys first started and then didn't have a ring. And the, and the, the Chiefs this year, by any neutral metric, just had by point differential by opponent the hardest road to a Super Bowl ever. By uh, the DVOA, if you're into the real advanced stats, oh. the hardest Super Bowl run ever. And when you look at who they have beaten, yes, they have beaten a couple mediocre quarterbacks, but they also, by the way, while you guys beat young Big Ben, his first-year starter, the Chiefs in this run beat old Big Ben his last year in the playoffs. The Josh Allen, everybody thinks, is unbelievable. They beat him three times. Joe Burrow, people are ready to put in the Hall of Fame. They beat him once. They, so time in yeah, And look, maybe some of these young quarterbacks will go to the Hall of Fame like Peyton will and Ben Roethlisberger will and you know that list of guys that were there during that time period over the entire Patriots dynasty it's a pretty again it's a pretty but significant group I think this will be a the quick, group right now Allen's probably gonna make it Burrow Lamar like looking back Josh these Allen will be a well I, I think they have the to I think they have to actually win a Super well that's Bowl. a weird yeah. it's I mean, a weird thing Eli ended up winning two you know as part of that again well, it's so it's a weird but, thing like if the Chiefs had lost to Josh Allen and he had won a Super Bowl then they would have beaten a Super Bowl winning quarterback but because they beat him they haven't but I also know is this the Patriots had three after four years they also had three after 13 of Tom and Bill together. So we'll see yeah. what it looks like after 13. For- and, they, and they've got a lot of guys that they got to work through. That, that Super Bowl group of quarterbacks it looks tough. <laughs> Coach.
firing away. <laughs> Got to sign Chris Jones. You sign Chris Jones. to show that part 20 of these things and we only have one left. It's the second hour of First Things First. Today, Patrick Mahomes. Never a doubt. But is he now the GOAT? Or in the GOAT conversation in the GOAT club, meanwhile, three-peat on the way. We're going to discuss. We're not making our official picks, bro. We know you need to grind the all 22. Absolutely. But right now, uh, the season started off with a pick six and the death of 20-0. But the Chiefs ended up covered in confetti again. Underdogs in Buffalo, underdogs in Baltimore, underdogs in the Super Bowl. Led the league in drops. No wide receiver had over 1,000 yards. No running back had 1,000 yards. And Mahomes wasn't even in the MVP conversation. Guess what? Didn't matter. Champions again. Here's Patrick Mahomes. Do you feel like this was the greatest run to the Super Bowl that you guys have had throughout your career? 100%. I mean, it's, I mean... It's hard to say that one. We kept coming back and winning those games. It wasn't, it wasn't the best run, but to be able to go on the road um, and prove people wrong, um, I'm just so proud. I'm so proud of the defense, man, and, and, our, and the, the whole team effort. Special teams, Harrison Bucker hitting from about 70. Um, <laughs> often stepping up when it's needed. This game just was the microcosm of our entire season. Pretty good. Uh, best accomplishment of his career? Unquestionably. And what he's done post-Tyreek is unfathomable. It's truly unbelievable. To... Trade away a guy who has proven to be even better than I think people thought once he left. Absolutely. And to last year win the league MVP and in the second half be down 10 against the most one of the best defenses in football, come back and throw touchdown passes to Sky Moore, who got zero snaps yesterday mm-hmm. and was a rookie, and to Kadarius Toney, who was a healthy scratch yesterday. And then this year in the Super Bowl, in the second half, after being down 10 against one of the best defenses in football that was playing its best game in a couple months, throw a touchdown pass to MVS, who people wanted benched, yeah. and then to McCole Hardman, who was on the Jets this year, and they couldn't <clears throat> find a way to use him. For that, for that to have happened, for all year long, people that were doubting the Chiefs and what, wanting to pay Mahomes' respect, they were saying, listen, it's like Brady in 06 or Brady in 19, when he just doesn't have the weapons. Yep, but he won. Mm-hmm. And he did it with the hardest path possible. And this is a point, Brew, I know you agree with me on, but I want to emphasize. At any quarter pull of the season, if we would have said to you, all right, the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West because they always do, uh, what's the hardest possible path to a Super Bowl? Right. People would have said, well, either Miami, Baltimore, Buffalo in round one, and then on the road to the other two in round two and three, and then waiting for them as the Niners. Check, 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 check. And they found a way. So, yes, it's the best accomplishment. Well, look, of his Buffalo number two seed, uh, Baltimore number one seed, San Francisco number one seed. So that, that was, and not to mention Miami, that was yeah. the path. I, I'll throw this out because I, I agree with what you said. This is the, the greatest accomplishment. But individually, to throw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards as a, his first year as a starter, like individually, and they got to the AFC Championship game. That was incredible because only two other guys have ever thrown for 50, if I'm not mistaken, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, and they both were well into their careers yeah. when they did it. So that right there, that's why I called him Jordan S because it was like, mm-hmm. this is crazy. Your first year as a starter is what he's doing. But, yeah, as a team – uh, accomplishment, no question, because and, – and look, I get it, and I know obviously you stuck with them through thick and thin, but the commentators, myself, Greg, others included, who were just looking at it, mm-hmm. like, dude, they're dropping – they lead the league in drops, right? They don't have a number one receiver. Maybe Rasheed now would be a number two, but at some points it was like they don't even have a number two wide receiver. Like, it wasn't – Really unfair for people to just say what we're seeing now when they go five and five over the last two months of the season, what we're seeing now is not Super Bowl champion. So I think that was fair analysis, but to win it despite all of that with the young defense, the defense was great, but 
Yeah, this was incredible what he did. Yeah, it absolutely was his best accomplishment, in my opinion. I said it earlier in the year that if he were able to get this team to the Super Bowl and get this done, it would be his best accomplishment. And here we are this week. He was able to do that. For me, what, what stands out is he never wavered. He never – all of those drops, everything that we were talking about all season long, what we saw, and he was experiencing and having yep. to endure, he kept saying – but these are my guys. Mm-hmm. I got, I'm, I'm going to need them at some point in the season. I'm going to keep throwing the ball to them because at some point in the season, they're going to come through. Like, he kept saying that where I'm sitting here as a spectator, a former player, and I'm thinking, man, he has to allow them to take some of the accountability. What he did was to continue to encourage them and have them understand I'm never going to not be on your side. I'm never going to not have your back. No matter what, until we actually fall on our face together collectively, I got you, and I'm going to keep coming to you. And it paid off because in the moments this entire playoff run, those receivers and everybody that we identified as problematic and as as potential issues of where that's going to be a hiccup, they stepped up, almost every single one of them. What? Quick. My, my guy Kadarius Tony. Well, no, that, that, you know, well, I mean, he, took, but he I, had inter, they, he popped up a ball in Foxborough, and Mahomes went to the bench, and he was like, nah, "No, that, but that's, that's it, so." Bro. Here's the thing: I actually, if, if I mean, then go brew. Uh, I don't think that's why Tony was out. I think Tony was out because he was the only one that was not mature enough to handle the situation. Correct. The IG live and all that. It was, it was we're going to give you. Fans. We're, we're, right. We're going to give you Mahomes. That's exactly and, right. And so because like, of that, like McColl made a m- bigger mistake than Kadarius did. It was in the playoffs of the yep, game right, they could have lost. Right. McColl's there in the Super Bowl. With, it, 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 Mahomes trusted him on the bomb. Mm-hmm. trusted him to game winner because he was a professional. Right. Kadarius did that, in my opinion, did that to himself. But go ahead, bro. No, I, I agree with that. Well, also, and I don't know who's done this. My guess is Brady may have done it in the early when they won the first three. No 1,000-yard rusher or 1,000-yard receiver either. And, on this team. Right. And the reason they didn't have the 1,000-yard receiver was because Travis said, yep. for the yeah. sake of the team, I'll Absolutely. forego a personal goal. I, the comeback stuff, because it's double digits in the Super Bowl, we've talked about this is his third one. I just want to show one other Mahomes comebacks graphic. Because down seven in the playoffs, if we can show that. So this is a bananas thing that Patrick has made us numb to. Brady was considered the greatest we'd ever seen because half the time when he was down seven, they won. Patrick's nine and two. Every other quarterback ever, they win less than one and four. And so yesterday, that's the thing. Like, great players change how we see sports. Yes, yes. And prior to Tom Brady, if you were down seven in a playoff game, basically dead. And then Brady was amazing because it was like, oh, my God. They, they win half of those. Mahomes now, it's they're a huge favorite, down seven, much less ten. So, yeah. Brock Purdy, 255 yards and a touchdown. Overall, I'm saying a solid game from Bruce Guy, but afterwards he was pretty hard on himself. Take a listen. When you have a good offense like the Chiefs do and, and what Mahomes can do, um, you know, for us it's, it's like, all right, we have to – you know, score touchdowns, and um, we had opportunities to do so. I think, shot ourselves in the foot with you know just penalties and the operations and, and stuff. So um, I got to be better um, in terms of you know leading the guys and, and just you know I think how I handle things in the huddle and telling them telling them you know what to expect stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I think we had the team, the offense to, to score touchdowns, and I think I failed to put our team in position to do that. Brew did pretty impress you. <laughs> I, I thought he played well. I, I, today would have been much harder for me had he gone out there and played like he did against the Ravens or something. Like, I, I thought he showed, even me who had believed in him, like he, he, he's your guy. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you don't, there aren't better quarterbacks out there, but they can win. I think they can win a Super Bowl with him. The problem is Patrick Mahomes is there, but nobody's Mahomes. Like, and, and look at this, this uh, graphic Purdy played – these are the four playoff quarterbacks that they face. All of them are more touted than Purdy. He had the best game. I think Josh Allen had a better game. Than well, him. I'll give you Josh. All right, yeah, right. I mean, I give you, statistically, because Josh yep. ran for, what, two touchdowns? Yeah. I'll give yep. you Josh. But Tua I, and Lamar, I totally agree. he definitely played better than 
And so, yeah, I, I was impressed, and I felt like, you know what? Because I'm, I'm assuming he's going to get better. So He's only yeah. in his second year, See, so yeah, I, I think he can be a guy. That's the assumption that I don't know if it's a fair one. So Colin brings this up a lot, and I think it's a good point. The, the physically limited four-year college starters – Kind of, if I'm sorry, Wilds, the Mac Jones profile and Purdy's hey. better. Sorry, buddy. I, I, um, they don't always have these giant leaps. Another level. And, and so I, I want to be very fair here. The Chiefs' game plan was to put the ball in his hands. And we can sh- listen, early in the game, he was carving them up. Later in the game, he wasn't as good. But he didn't make the killer mistake. No, correct. And I thought I was... He played better than I thought he would by a mile. Yeah. And the moment didn't seem too nope. big for him. That was it for me. And now, I, when you say he's their quarterback long term, I think that because they can't pay him this offseason, how he plays next year is going to determine that. But I, I'm not going to sit here and say Brock Purdy cost the Niners that game because no. I don't think he did. I thought he played fine given the circumstances. I'll give him a B. Yeah, I, I, it was impressive to me because when you look at the game, even in, in its completion, you walk away saying, did he give him a chance to win? And the answer is yes. Like, right. did, he, did he cost them an opportunity to win the game? The answer would be no. He didn't cost them an opportunity. Did he miss a throw that he wished he could probably have back, the one to Debo, Debo in the end zone? Yeah, but he was getting pressured. All the things, we can say that. For me, when I look at Brock Purdy, and, and you kind of talk about it, I said the same thing earlier today, that you would assume he's going to get better. The more I think about that, the player that he is is what he is. It's not necessarily will he get better. It's does he have another gear that he can go to. That's kind of what you're alluding to. We, none of what he's showed us tells us that he has that gear outside of that Detroit championship game. If he starts to add the scrambling ability into his game. He did yesterday had a couple he, with yeah. the horse collar. I thought he plays. could move. I was like, oh. Yeah. But, but my point is, it's, is it and will it be enough to be a difference maker because the guy that everybody's trying to take down right. does everything better than everybody. So for me, I'm not sure if it'll be ever enough, but he's definitely their, their quarterback of the future. Uh, coming up next, is there any QB better than Mahomes? And what are the other teams going to do about it next? First things first. Welcome back to a celebratory show. Chiefs after party in the Vegas... Vegas club, Souk. Have you been there? Of course, yeah. Good club. Uh, Mahomes enters a new club where the only members are Joe Montana and Tom Brady. Club GOAT, I'm calling it. Here's Patrick. I'm going to celebrate tonight. I'm going to celebrate at the parade, and then I'm going to do whatever I can to be back in this game next year and trying to go for that three-peat. So uh, it's, a, it's an ongoing thing in the NFL. I think Tom said it best is once you win that championship and you have those parades and you get those rings, you're not the champ anymore. You have to come back with that same mentality and – I learned from guys like that that have been the, the greatest of, uh, of all time at the top of the level. Um, and so um, that's my mindset is I'm going to celebrate with my guys because of how we've done this. Um, but that, then we're going to work our way to get back to this game next year. That's right. That's how I feel at 431 every day. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl career, uh, Mahomes, Brady, Montana. Mahomes doesn't quite have the numbers yet, but he's close. So the question we agreed upon in the meeting, and Nick, I'll let you, mm-hmm. you kind of parse it out. Uh, is he the best quarterback I don't know how you can watch Patrick Mahomes play and say anyone's played the position better I don't know how you could say it I don't I don't think anyone at this table actually thinks it I don't think there's so you think there are things Tom could do that Patrick can't and are are, do we all agree there are things Patrick can do that Tom never could yeah I think there's things that Patrick can do that Tom could not do okay I are there things that Tom could do that Patrick can't well, I think that remains to be seen okay. because we're, like, we're, we're projecting out. Yes, yeah, agreed. Like, can Patrick win with another team? No. Well, can but that's... Patrick win seven Super Bowls? No, so that's right. So, agreed. We know that Patrick couldn't beat Tom Brady. No, well, and Patrick so said we know that. Well, well, that. He did, well, he did beat Tom Brady multiple well, not times, in not in the playoffs. Not in the AFC. No, that's so. true. And, uh, and my guess is we won't ever find out the answer to the second question because T- Patrick's team will likely never think Patrick's done and want to move on from him. But that's not the point. point that I'm trying to make is that I can't fathom Patrick Mahomes, young Patrick Mahomes, missing the playoffs because he hasn't and he didn't. We saw Tom do it. I also know, as far as if we're going to play the pace game, that through six years, by any metric, 
Well, let's just see. Regular season stats. Okay, so that's everything for Patrick. What about playoff stats? Because that's where Tom kind of made his bones. We can show you that. Okay, so it's everything for Patrick by a lot. What about just hardware? Because the era is different. You know, all those things. Okay, so he's got him in everything and tied in Super Bowl wins. And so I, I agree with you, Coach, that to be considered universally the GOAT, he needs to do more. I also believe... And I don't know, and I'm not sure if you disagree with me on this, that no one has played the position better than Patrick Mahomes is currently playing it. I don't think we have, you can ever, if you were to say, give me perfect quarterbacking and you can pick any player of any era, I don't know anyone that wouldn't say, okay, I'll take Pat, prime Patrick Mahomes. Like, so that's my answer. It, well, look, this, this is like trying to evaluate a marathon at mile 12. You know, this is this is a much longer conversation because of the precedent that Tom set. And I know we talk about this Super Bowl, and, and it was fantastic that Patrick was able to win on the road and be an underdog and do the things that he did, and he came back from 10 points. But what, what hypothetically, what if you were down 28 to 3? Okay, yeah. Like, what if you were down 28 to 3 in the third quarter, <laughs> and you're saying, nobody could ever win this game? Nope. Oh, that's no right. right. Was, I mean, so there's things that he, that Tom does and or did that were so special and so unique, including his longevity. That yet P- Patrick is on a great pace, but it's just too quick to anoint him. I, I, with, well, I think uh, Coach I, Nick and I both agree with you that Brady's the goat. But just best we've ever seen, and I think you're obviously talking about accomplishments. He has to accomplish more to be really rival Brady as a GOAT or be in that conversation. But I just think from watching what he does, he is the best quarterback we've ever seen. Like, and, I'll, and I'll throw this at you. For most of Brady's career, he was not even considered the best quarterback in the league. Is that fair? I mean, it was Peyton Manning. It was Aaron Rodgers at it times. It certainly wasn't It was Brady sometimes, for a lot some years. Yep. Well, it, but it was, you know, like this guy is going to be universal – for a good 12 years. It also depends on what you're looking for. So, so if, if what you're looking for is the, the scramble splash plays and the plays that you can make outside of the pocket, Patrick Mahomes is always going to look better. The, the thing that made Tom so unique is how good he was at deciphering what you were in and getting the ball to a place that could but be. Didn't but didn't Patrick seems show like you that this year? I, I think Patrick has shown development in that area. But my biggest concern with Patrick in terms of his longevity that, is when he can't make those splash plays due to age, due to, due to time and those things, is he going to have developed that's, the, the presence in the pocket like Tom had to still succeed at so, such so a I don't, level? So I, I think that's I, – I, I understand the concern. I think he actually already has, he, mm-hmm. but, that's, but set that aside. It's almost like two different conversations, though. The, the question that – the reason we landed on this that I am asking, Wilds, and I – because I, you're a Brady guy, Wilds. You're the – because you're Count the Rings it's guy. It's day, but the, I don't – Right. But <laughs> even as a Brady guy, I, if I were to ask you this question, you can have any quarterback at the peak of his powers for one game, one month, or one season – what is your answer? You're not, and I'm not telling you. It, it, Tom Brady. Okay, so you're Tom. taking I Tom Brady. Say, I would say I would say Mahomes, but I, I, Brady's I, not the wrong answer. No, I, like, I'm not saying it's it, no, but it's no, not. But season. Tom Brady faced Patrick Mahomes at the peak of his power and beat him. That, well, hold at on, 40 plus but that's, years wait, old. But so that assumes. No. So again, this is where I will push back. That assumes that Mahomes was at the peak of his powers at year his first year as a starter. When Tom Brady is first year as a starter, threw one touchdown. So in his third year as a starter when Brady in his second year starter missed the playoffs. So again, because Mahomes was so good so early, we're treating young Mahomes like prime Mahomes. We're saying Brady beat prime Mahomes. You're treating young Tom Brady like prime Tom Brady. No, 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 I'm not. What I am saying is that we we oddly hold we oddly hold Patrick Mahomes losing a Super Bowl in his third year against the guy people think is the greatest player ever against him more than Tom Brady at the same age missing the playoffs altogether. But that's a weird dynamic. Tom was like 70 years old when he beat him. What? Th- that's part of his greatness. Great. Next. I survived that segment. <laughs> I didn't take any shots. Mahomes Mountain, uh, way too early edition. Oh. Some of my favorite 
segments coming up post-Super Bowl. I love the way too early stuff. Just love it. The Metal. tears live from the parade? Oh, come That's going to be hard Fantastic. to execute. Uh, Metal time. Pack, uh, Packers. That's wrong. Pacers, actually, in the garden. Packers play football. They did not. Oh, yeah, this was crazy. Yeah, I've been saying it. <laughs> Halliburton to Seattle. You are right. Well, it's uh, Pacers win. They're in six. Knicks are in four. One last time. You know we had to do it. Bronze medal. Chris Jones getting the pressure on Purdy to force the incompletion. Solid. Only get a field goal. Silver medal. I think the single biggest play of the game. Trent McDuffie's pass breakup. They complete that pass. Mullins maybe never touches the ball again. But then the gold goes to Patrick because fourth down in overtime in the Super Bowl. Well, of course, he did this earlier to Travis Kelsey, but then he also on fourth down uh, kept the game alive and scrambled throughout the game. So there is the medal stand from this weekend in the Super Bowl. She's oh, great. Wow. I did it early. Uh, wow. She's great on Wednesday. We will be oh, well, there. What are you doing, bro? Uh, Y'all let me in. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will be there along with several Kansas City luminaries. Yeah. Um, Nick, who, what's your take on who will be the MVP of the parade? So the obvious answer would be Kelsey. Yeah. But I, I am calling on the Chiefs to use this parade for not nefarious, but for a very specific reason. To convince Chris Jones to stay. Well, just pay him the I most am money the, <laughs> Well, I, I don't think they have the ability to pay him the most money in the league. So I'm calling the MVP of the parade should be the fans there that should have signs and chants about Chris Jones and Lejarius Sneed. Coming a collection back. bucket. Yeah. <laughs>